Hello, and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, SD Levin, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail, and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. So I did say that I wasn't going to put out an episode today because my schedule has just been absolutely out of control. You know, I'm still, I'm trying to record the podcast weekly. Um, I do have a full-time job in the industry. Um, I do have my own business where I'm doing a few like side gigs and I decided to take up a makeup certification course at Brittany Beauty Academy on Long Island that happens in the evenings for the next seven weeks. Yep. Seven weeks three nights a week. So yeah, my schedule has definitely been a little crazy. And uh, yeah, Um, I'm just trying to get through it all while keeping myself sane and not getting stressed out. So it's been definitely a little crazy this week in particular because I started the makeup course. So I'm just trying to ease into everything going on. If you work in the wedding industry, you know, um, it's always kind of crazy, but we are at this point where we're about to hit busy season with busy season typically being your May through October. But you know, we're, we're kind of getting there. We're kind of in that, in that moment right before things are about to turn. So So I'm currently just kind of like making it all happen, trying to, you know, stay calm and just know that all, all good things are really happening as well as on the horizon. So no complaints over here. Just trying to, trying to do it all really. That's, that's the bottom line. Just trying to do it all. So I wanted to jump on today. I I know I said I wasn't going to do an episode, but somebody kind of gave me a really good topic to discuss. And I'm like, I really just couldn't wait until next week because in my job, I'm seeing this more and more coming up and I got to give my two cents on it. Um, You know, take that as you may. These are my thoughts. So I do a lot of wedding timelines, obviously, for clients. You know, that's definitely a part of my job. Um, I work on the catering end of the business, but I also come from the planning end of the business. So um, if there's anybody who's good to do your timeline, it's probably me. So when you talk about timeline, we talk about things like first look. Now, I always recommend to clients about doing a first look, you know, so that you're able to do all your pictures up front and really get to like enjoy the rest of your party. You know, you have the option to go to cocktail hour if you'd like to, if you don't want to go to cocktail hour, you don't have to. Um, but you have that option when you do a first look earlier in the day. If you don't do a first look earlier in the day and you choose to do one at ceremony, 
if your ceremony is on site at the venue, you know, so not a church ceremony that's a couple hours before reception or, um, you know, a ceremony taking place at another time or a different day, then that first look down, down the aisle that is when you first start taking photos together really as a group. So your bridesmaids and groomsmen in the same place at the same time, your uh, first photos as bride and groom or first photos of the couple, I should say. And you then it leads into your cocktail hour and your reception taking a lot of formalized like photos so your formal um, couple photos your formal photos with family your formal photos with your bridal party because until the couple sees each other for the first time the rest of the photos really can't happen until that happens now the reason that i'm deciding to talk on this is because i see a lot of people like starting to ask about doing rehearsals again um and first uh, first and foremost i'm going to tell you doing um a ceremony rehearsal really doesn't make any sense it's kind of dated and really it's it's very stupid to like gather everybody together to practice walking down an aisle like this like it's not rocket science um to walk down the aisle you're honestly just cutting into your time everybody else's time I don't I'm all for if you want to do a dinner you know, especially if you have a lot of people who are traveling in from out of town or, you know, you have a big family or whatever and you want to do a rehearsal dinner, it's really more of a welcome dinner at this point than a rehearsal dinner. And I think a lot of couples, you know, stress the whole doing a rehearsal because they're going to have a quote unquote rehearsal dinner. And how can you have a rehearsal dinner without having a rehearsal? Well, how about you call it a welcome dinner and skip the rehearsal because I just think rehearsals are a thing of the past. It's also things that people did when like they specifically were getting married in church and doing the rehearsal beforehand. But with a lot of ceremonies not even technically happening in church and happening on site, it's kind of not realistic, um, especially let's say you're getting married on a Saturday and you want to do your rehearsal on a Friday. That venue it probably has a wedding or some kind of special event that is happening on a Friday. So they can't really accommodate you doing a rehearsal because the space is already being used. So yeah, I might get a lot of like heat for this, but I definitely think that this is you know doing a rehearsal is kind of useless um especially when like you can you can put that into your wedding day timeline if you really need a quick rehearsal with the maitre d of the venue or your planner you can do that but i honestly think it's a waste of time 
Um, I'm going to talk to you for a second from the bride side of things because I was also a bride. I did not do a rehearsal. It was totally fine. Um, I have worked in the wedding industry for years. I've had many, many clients that don't do a rehearsal beforehand. I easily get them all down the aisle. It's, it's just, it's totally fine. It's really, when I tell you, like, not that necessary. Um, it's truly not that necessary. So, but that is only one aspect of why I'm coming on to talk about this. So, the rehearsal and the rehearsal dinner and, and all that, that's one side. But I think a lot of people are choosing to do these rehearsals again because we really weren't seeing them for quite some time and that was beneficial for everybody involved um, and a real time saver. But something else is because now a lot of people are going or want to go back to doing, you know, the big reveal is when the bride walks down the aisle opposed to, you know, doing it you know, a couple hours before and getting your photos done and things like that. Now, my feeling is you do what works for you. But with that being said, it's impossible to get all of your photos like done and then be able to go to cocktail hour if you do that. It's just impossible. I know every photographer, every planner, um, professionals in the industry would talk you against doing your first look down the aisle. Um, I get that people want like the, the dramatics, um, of that, but I think in the long term, you know, if you want all the photos that you want to get and you want your bridal party and your families to enjoy cocktail hour, then I would say do the first look within the time frame prior to ceremony. Um, can't stress that enough. I, I personally, not just like within 2023, we're only like very early on into 2023, but even in 2022, I really didn't see a lot of couples who were doing um, their first look down the aisle because a lot of them do want to try to go to cocktail hour for a little while and mingle for a little while. And by doing your photos, you know, a lot of your formal photos beforehand, it does give you the availability to get, you know, to get to go to cocktail hour. And then you also get to do a few room shots, just the two of you. You know, it becomes a little bit more chaotic when all of your photos have to happen during cocktail hour. It, re it really does. I, I mean, it just, it does. And I don't mean chaotic for me or any of the wedding professionals. It becomes chaotic for you as the couple and for your bridal party, for your families. So, yeah. Now. With this being said, for anybody who is, like, getting married in church, just know this conversation is not for you. <laughs> this this whole thing, actually, um, you can disregard this because 
typically when you're getting married, let's say your reception is somewhere around six o'clock. Your ceremony at church is probably going to be somewhere around two o'clock. So that in-between time gives you a lot of time to take a lot of these formal photos prior to reception starting. So again, like this totally doesn't, um, this conversation is really not, you know, not for you, but I do have to touch on it because I come from the venue side of the business, of course, but also I hear from a lot of professionals, you know, a lot of like trends that they're seeing and I'm starting to see this trend too of people who want to do their first look when walking down the aisle and where I think that that can seem romantic I also on the logistical side I see it being kind of a nightmare for you as the couple trying to cram in all of your photos in your one hour cocktail hour Um, and then also not having the chance to go to cocktail hour if you wanted that chance. So that is my two cents on that. Um, now back to the whole rehearsal dinner, welcome dinner, you know, saga to kind of start with. I think like I am all for a welcome dinner, welcome drinks. I'm all for that. I personally didn't do it um, prior to my wedding because I didn't have a lot of people coming in from out of town. So I didn't want to make everybody kind of like have to leave their house or gather or whatever for a dinner um, when they didn't really like nobody was like really traveling and the people who were traveling I did see at the hotel and like spend time with but I didn't have I didn't have like a huge group of people who were who were doing that so I didn't I didn't really want to um I didn't feel that it was kind of necessary for anyone I kind of felt like it was more of a burden if I did it but Um, I have been to other rehearsal dinners for, for, uh, or welcome dinners, whatever you want to call it. I'm actually going to call them welcome dinners because we didn't rehearse anything. So it was totally fine, but I have been to welcome dinners for weddings that I've traveled to, um, that I've traveled out of state to, um, for, you know, wedding parties and things that I was in. I think that it is a nice thing, especially when a lot of people are traveling for your wedding. I'm all for that. Um, I'm a big fan of a brunch the day after your wedding, like big fan of that. You know, I think, um, whether people fly in for you or whether, you know, uh, they're just staying at the hotel for the night or even people who aren't staying at the hotel, but live close to where the hotel is having them come and like enjoy breakfast with you guys the day after. I'm, I'm really all for that. Um, I think it's, you know, to do it in a non-formal way, just kind of relax and have fun. Like I'm definitely all for that. So, you know, my my feeling on rehearsals and my feeling on you know first looks really has nothing to do on like has no bearing really on my feeling on like a welcome dinner or um, an after party or a post wedding brunch or any of those other kind of activities that you do 
I'm all for that. And whoever comes, comes. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. It's really not, you know, it shouldn't be this big to do. Um, but it's, it's just something nice to be able to offer. So I am a big fan of that for sure. So my main thing is I'm not saying don't do a welcome slash rehearsal dinner. I'm, I, I think do it, do what works for you. My big thing is I wouldn't stress doing a rehearsal because the team that you have in place has gotten people down the aisles millions and millions and millions of times. But also, I think it kind of ends up being a waste of time for you. I think um, it puts added pressure where there doesn't need to be. Um, and I and here's here's the end, the end of the end of the saga, because I know not everybody will agree with what I have to say, and that's totally fine. Nobody has to agree with what I have to say. Um, but I have done this many, 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 many times. So my my expertise it, it does come in handy, and there are a lot of industry professionals that I know would agree would agree with what I am saying. So if you want to do your first look when you're down the aisle, do whatever works for you. Totally do whatever works for you. You know, it's just keeping in mind that there's other sacrifices then that have to be made, which comes into play with your photos happening during cocktail hour, um, maybe being pulled out during reception to do a few photos. If you want that if you want those final, those formal photos, if you want them, not everybody wants them, but I would say a good majority of people do want them. Um, their families want them. So keep those things in mind when you're planning your day. Um, I am obviously free if anybody ever wants to reach out for any kind of advice or advice on their timeline, advice on anything. I'm happy to help you. Um, this is what I what I do. It's what I love to do. It's what I love to talk about, as you guys already know. So please don't feel nervous to reach out to me if you have any questions. You can always DM me. You can send me an email at info at thebridetender.com, and I'm happy to help you in any way that I can. Um, and that's really that on that. Uh, again, thank you for this, you know, topic. Um, Studio Nicole actually on Instagram gave me this, uh, you know, this topic to talk about because she's also seeing this big trend in the industry. And I was like, oh, you know what? That is so smart. And at the same time that she told me about this, I was talking to my colleagues and they were talking about people who, you know, brides and grooms who are looking to do rehearsals and that we just don't have the time and the space. And, um, I totally like in that moment, I had a full circle moment and I was like, wow, there's so many industry professionals who are currently, you know, really discussing this and they're discussing this because it's a trend that seems to be coming back. So I definitely wanted to touch on it, give my two cents again, take that with a grain of salt, do what you want to do with that. It's your day, have it your way. Um, just, just here to give my feedback on kind of what is going on and what 
I think would work best. So with that said, um, I'm wrapping this episode up, uh, season four of the bride tender will begin in April. Um, because March 30th, 2020 was actually my first episode just to give you guys a little history there. So we have been doing this for almost three years and a lot of people who listen to this podcast or who know me personally know that I actually started it at the very beginning of the pandemic when I was furloughed for my job at New York Botanical Garden in the Bronx and I was looking for something to do in the wedding industry to kind of keep me busy and keep me inspired and it has kept me inspired for almost three years now. I have a lot of goals, a lot of dreams. There's a lot of things I want with this podcast. So thank you guys so much for continuing to support me, continuing to follow me on Instagram, share my content. Um, If there's anybody that you want to hear from or things that you want to hear about, please feel free to let me know. I'm happy to you know, reach out, happy to have them on. And, um, I do have, um, a DJ who will be coming on. We're going to be doing a video episode together. We're going to be talking about, you know, the industry, Long Island weddings. We're going to be talking about just business in general, how to break into the business, all of these things. So going to touch on a few different things, trends, um, So you guys have that to look forward to. That video will be out at the beginning of April. We are actually filming that later on this month. So thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. It was a last minute thing that I pulled together, but I'm glad that I did. And if you have any questions, if you have any feedback, please feel free to reach out to me. If you would like to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and let everybody know how much you just love this podcast, I would love that. Because you know the goals for 2023 get picked up by a major network. Um, if you're not already following me on Instagram, please go follow me at The Bride Tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on a special day, and of course, hiring the best in the business for your wedding. Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye!